We're here with Rash Smash. Uh, welcome back to the Wolf's Den Podcast, podcast for gamers, two gamers, and about gamers. And this is season four. And uh, as of recording, he's actually the first guest of the season. So I'm just jumping ahead here. He might not be the first yeah. guest of the ye- of the season, but he's the first recording, it, definitely. So, uh, Rash, welcome. Honestly, hey man, thank you, know, you for having me. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as of like, it's now August, start of August, and uh, I just dropped my last podcast last week so for the season until <laughs> until september so w- with everything that's been going on you and me got to meet when we did the last one standing challenge exactly yes. you know what what actually got you into doing that first off um actually it was um i think uh my community manager uh kj she saw the post and uh so you should totally do this you know i think you could stand for a while you know and so (laughs) i'm like you know what yeah why not you know and i literally had no idea i'm thinking i don't know i've i've been up for 24 hours before but have i been standing for 24 hours i don't really remember you know what i mean and so i kind of just like got into it um and and was just like hey whatever happens happens you know no big deal um and, and so that it literally is just that it was just a nonchalant thing um to do and uh thought you know this might be this might be pretty cool to have we wanted to do a uh a, a subathon like a 24-hour stream um but we weren't going to turn that into like a subathon, but we did want to do like, I wanted to do a 24 hour stream. So I'm like, well, this is a perfect opportunity. So, you know, we can knock out two birds with one stone. Um, and so that, that's just how it started. Yeah. So a 24 hour stream turned into a 45 hour stream. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you ended up winning the whole thing. I knocked myself yeah. out at 38 or 39 hours actually. Yeah. So, and, actually, it, and I actually didn't, even prepared because i i jumped in literally like midnight the night before i jumped in the day before so and i was at work yeah so i had no preparation i had no idea what was even happening i just knew there's discord i have to get into the discord and then um i woke up at like 9 a.m that day not thinking you know about the fact that I'm not going to be sleeping. <laughs> so I woke up at like 9am that day. So I literally was awake from actually for way longer. And then I just couldn't go to sleep when I got home after that whole thing. So I think it ended up being like 74 hours. I was awake in total. Jesus um, dude. When it was all, when it was all said and done. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause you had all the adrenaline going. It was the 4th of July was the morning that you won. And we started on Saturday of the second. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you got all the celebrations of the holiday to go through. You got everything else to go through. It was, it was just a madhouse of a situation at the same time. Oh yeah. We, uh, we've got a TikTok out there of me sitting in, in my uh, gaming chair with uh with fireworks. <laughs> i seen it i laughed my wife is like you do not look good bro <laughs> you looked oh. like shit if i'm being honest man yeah like so I this was, so this is I the setup hurting. that I, this was my setup right here like exactly yeah. as it is and i swear to god as soon as it all ended i literally went like this put my foot up on the desk and then just fell asleep. as soon as i hit the end the, the end stream 
soon as I sent yeah. the raid over, I was done. We, um, so luckily, so the reason I'm sitting in like in front of a white wall and a chair in the corner of my room, uh, is because I actually don't have a setup at my house. So I stream from, uh, my best friend's house, um, hmm. in their basement because we've got, we've got a, a complete like re-infrastructure of internet in my town. And so she lives like 10 minutes away. So actually I'm like temporarily set up there. And her studio space is huge. So that was a that was an advantage where I could kind of like move around and you know just put a really wide angle up and then so that that helped, you know what I mean? And then we right. could do like lots of like creative stuff. Um but I I thought so in my head, um I was thinking because my wife was kind of freaking out and my friend KJ, she was freaking out a little bit and they're like how long are you gonna push this i'm like oh well, i'm prepared to go another 20 hours thinking in my head it definitely is gonna go another 16 and so they had like a bed and a cot ready like once it ended for it to just i was just gonna literally lay down and crash so <laughs> it was i was ready for it Honestly, I'm surprised at how long you lasted. Because first off, you're 40 years old. I'm 40, yeah, yeah. You're 40 years old. You got kids. Uh, so I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're younger and possibly getting a a little older. Maybe what 10 years old would be the oldest, I would guess. Oh, uh, I've got no. Uh, I've got one that's driving now. He's oh Jesus turning. Yeah, he's he's 15 and got his learner's permit and. So I goes uh, 15, 13, uh, we'll be 14 here in a few months, um, 11 and uh, 8. So wow. they're kind of stacked up there. All boys, yeah. So so at least you got some type of advantage compared to me because you know that I'm a dad of two. I literally took one of my breaks to go say goodnight to my kids. Yeah, I got a yeah. two-year-old and now who's almost three here in about a week and then a five-month-old now. Yeah. So, I mean, those are are fun ages. (laughs) Let me tell you, I'm tired. How I I survived 39 hours is a question. (laughs) I bet. But it was. So, yeah, I I am older and I knew that, like, there was a lot of people that like uh, Tyler, for one, other Tyler, for one, he was, you know, he was like, Rash is the first to go, you know, and I like clap back. Like, that's the thing with me is. I've always been a competitor and I've always like, I, if it's extreme, if it's some type of an extreme situation, I've, I've just pushed my body there. Why? I have no idea. I just, I just always like found myself doing really crazy, like stupid things. Uh, in college I would go, this is a terrible idea. Don't ever, ever, ever do this. This is a bad idea. This is how people get lost and die. But I would go to the middle of Colorado and I'd pull my car off the side of the road and I'd just get lost and go hiking by myself in the mountains and just spend a couple days out there. You know what I mean? Like roughing. Oh my God, and, man. Uh, and so like that, that just, I've always just kind of been that way. Um, and, uh, and once I started doing, um, yeah, I competed competitively running, you know, for a long time. And so I just, I spent a lot of years developing a mental 
mental toughness. And I knew going into that whole thing, this is going to be way like my body can do this. I'm not concerned with my body. Although my pinky toe on my right foot, um, I still don't feel the bottom of it. It's completely oh like numb God. still. <laughs> still? Soul, my, but over a but month. Yeah. Over a month, my my pinky toe is still uh, still completely numb on the bottom. I can feel the top of my toe, but the bottom, I can't feel the bottom of my toe. I have no idea what happened to that thing, but whatever. You know, it's a thing. It's, it's, it's a, a toe. toe. It's just <laughs> it's a, toe. a toe, you know. But it only helps you stay like, balanced. Yeah, I knew that this was going to be this was going to be a massive mental, you know, fight. And so for that um, I just knew, like, I, I've been through a lot. I've been through some crazy situations. You know, I've, you know, I've, I've done some things that maybe were a little more extreme than some of the others. So I felt like I had a good, um, I felt like I had a good, a good chance when it came to the mental long game of it and the physical side of it. However, my biggest fear was the balancing contest stuff because I am older and my equilibrium ain't as good as, is like the younger guys. So right. like balance, that's actually was a legit fear. I'm like, if they are going to knock me out, it's going to be because I can't freaking balance very well. <laughs> so that, that was the, that was the one thing I was actually afraid of. Um, Did, that was, that was about it. I can't remember. Did you take part in the, uh, you, earn a break if you win but if you lose yeah. then you then you lose a break and you have to take it and i did that because i was like if if, if i have to whoa i almost dropped my phone <laughs> i was like i did that um i did that because uh i just wanted to see like how serious is this balancing thing you know what i mean right and so i was like i can test it and then i can start the whole time after that, after I lost that challenge, I went, okay, now I know where I'm at with this. So now while everybody's like doing their thing, I was sitting there um, working out a mental like breakdown of like, okay, this is how I can balance. And I started practicing. Like I noticed I was, I was like practicing my balancing and just like trying to like wrap my head around how I can negotiate my body and like, kind of like distribute my weight so that I don't, um, so I don't like, so if it happened again, then I could pass. And they did call another stupid balance challenge, but I, I did much better that time. So, <laughs> cause me, I didn't realize it, but, uh, Lee, lowly ballin is also the same age as me. He's 28 years old and he's a former college athlete for basketball. Yes. Yeah. I did not realize that until after the competition, we, be, we, me and him, became really good friends, but we lasted and I went back and I timed it. We lasted eight minutes and 43 seconds on one foot. That's crazy. And I was like, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, like that's, that, that, that's insane. And I mean, I'm a bigger dude. I got a big old belly. I got a beer belly going here. I got the dad bod going. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I honestly, when you jumped in on it, I was scared. I thought you had the advantage because I know how fit you were just by looking at you. I didn't realize you were 40 years old until you said something way later into everything. I thought you were yeah. maybe 31, 32 years old. I mean, I'm yeah, like, I've... this dude's 40. What the f what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always kind of had just that. Like I said, I think it's just the way I've, 
I don't know. I think it's just the way I live, you know, just, um, I, I, my, like everybody else in my family, they, they look much older than me, but I'm, I'm one of the older, you know what I mean? And so it just is, I don't know. It, it shocks everybody though. Like it really does. It shocks everybody. When I was in the phase one competition, they were like, what? <laughs> like, Oh my God, dude, you don't look 40, bro. And I'm like, well, I also don't act 40. I'm a 40 year old living like a 23 year old. Okay. This is literally my life. You play video <laughs> games for a living, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to keep you living young forever. Honestly. Yeah. So let's actually talk about, you know, growing up actually, you know, where'd you, where did you grow up at? East central Illinois, uh, in the middle of a cornfield. Um, just uh just south of chicago uh so i i was kind of uh i was the only boy four kids the only boy um so i had one older sister and two younger um and i just was uh i mean i was again i in the summers when the sun came up and till long after the sunset i was just gone you know i was running around barefoot i was floating rivers you know we we're catching crawfish fishing blowing up frogs with m80s you name it you know <laughs> living that country like, life just, yeah just the way it was just the way it was and so um you know we uh that that was it um i got super bored um and a lot because there wasn't anything it was a town of like two thousand people maybe at that actually at that at that point i think it was like 1400 in that range um, and, um, and so I, the only thing that you had to do was either drink beer, or, you know, play sports. And so, uh, I, I did a lot of baseball. Um, and then, um, after baseball kind of in eighth grade, I, someone was like, you should go out for like the track team. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't really want to run, you know? And but uh but i tried out and ended up on the four by 100 um went to state and after that i was like oh my god i love competing against people like this you know and and that was just it and so from then on i just uh running was just kind of my thing and uh once i got into high school it was like you know every every spare moment i just would go run you know and just kind of see you know, see how far I can push myself the next time. Um, and then I started doing really stupid stuff and I would like load up on Mexican food and crap and then go run as hard as I could to see if I would puke and you know how, you know, so I just kind of kept like pushing my body to see how far I could go. And, um, you know, and then that led to um, the marathoning and stuff like that. Yeah, you mentioned that you did run marathons during the competition, and you were wearing brand new sneakers throughout that standing competition. And yeah, we, they're they're pretty new. Yeah. So it was a matter of okay, this guy's running marathons. When did marathoning <laughs> actually start? At what about what about eight? Uh, senior year of high school. Um, I started doing. I did my first half marathon senior year of high school um and then um and then i actually set my pr uh it was right after college um i set my pr 
for a half marathon i did um it was one hour 16 minutes nice um which is pretty fast yeah that um, is. i think that's like averaging like five minute miles or something for 13 miles um so that was pretty quick um but but i actually loved middle distance more i i love being able to like run fast but just long enough to make someone really hate their life choices <laughs> <laughs> like why you know did i mean? enter this yeah you know what i mean so uh, distance you can kind of like find moments to rest middle distance you really just had to like you, you one you have to sprint and it's a long it's like a half mile you know what i mean so right. um so uh that that's really where i love because again it's kind of that mental game of just like messing with people you know and we talk to people you know we'd 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 troll people back and forth and be like you you're gonna take the lead or you want me to i'll, I'll take it bye you know it's just kind <laughs> of like you know getting people's heads like that and so there was a big mental game with that you know we'd play tag in high school my team the varsity guys we'd play tag while we're racing you know and people be like what who are these guys like why are they doing this you know what i mean you, you gotta so, find the fun in things as well you know it, yeah for sure yeah I, absolutely I, I remember my first time doing two days with this new football coach it was my senior year he decided to have us run the track and it's a quarter mile track but he was timing us and he said that if you didn't finish by a certain time with your group then you gotta do a hundred down up I hate down-up. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, they're terrible. And so, for me, as I was considered a lineman, even though I could have been a linebacker, um, we had to complete one lap in a minute and two or three seconds or something. It was just shy of over a minute. And I was subbing 50 seconds. And I'm like, I ain't doing this. I'll run yeah. my ass off. No. <laughs> Yeah, my kid, uh, my second oldest is a linebacker, and he just loves it. He he thought he thought he was going to be a wide receiver, and I went, "Bud, you just ain't got the body for it. <laughs> like you, you ain't built to be a wide receiver. Like you're you're a if thick he, boy, you know." If he's, he's looking like you, like me. Oh yeah, no, he's, he's not. not like me. No. Oh god, is he, he like is, is he huskier or is he skinnier? He, what, no, he's 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 built for muscle. He just got Oh yeah, know, he's a linebacker all day. He's just got a, a muscle frame, dude. You know, and so um you know, I think in one I think from last summer to this summer, he's he's grown like six inches and he's and he's uh and he's gained um I think the the physical they said he's gained like 25 pounds of just mass Ooh. just he's he's gonna be a big boy <laughs> yeah that's gonna be a big boy i mean he's in, when, and he's in eighth grade you know but now he just like he found his love for just hitting things and so you know he'll just come it, up and just wham i'm like ow it takes dude. time yeah, yeah i, I started it. i started playing football in seventh yeah seventh grade played for the city league and stuff like that and we traveled to different cities and uh, I didn't start playing high school ball until sophomore year. I skipped freshman year, stayed one more year on the uh, city league. Mm -hmm. And the difference between the two, 
I was 180 pounds going into my sophomore year. And they still put me on as a lineman because that's what I've always played. Yeah. In the City League, there was a weight limit of 170 pounds. I was tipping that scale each and every single week. Yeah. Like, there was, there was, I would not eat breakfast. I would have to run, get to the field early, run, run, run. They would weigh me in before everybody else. And as soon as I got weighed in, then I could eat, and then we'd start our practice, our warm-up. It was just the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of like you're cutting weight for a wrestling weight class I, or something. I, I did that, too. I did yeah. that, too. <laughs> so it was a matter of, God, do I hate I hate sports, but at the same time, I love it. Like, yeah, it was I, the competition. That's And that's what it is. And actually, that's that was one of the things that, you know, drew me into gaming was was that as well um exactly when did you when did you actually get started because i mean being 40 you went through the the atari and all that you lived in those well yeah i mean we uh so there was like that level gaming you know what i mean but um it was the very 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 first call of duty game and my parents had a commodore or uh, uh, they had a uh, compact Rosario, um, you know, computer that had that they my dad bought the game. And I remember oh, loading up I... into my first my first like online like these are real people I'm playing against. You know what I mean? And it was the craziest experience ever. It had to have been, you know, the, the weirdest thing. The first time I ever experienced online gaming was resonant or resistant. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, what am I doing? I didn't yeah. play... It, I never played PC, so exactly what was it like growing up or playing PC gaming at the start of PC gaming? Oh, I mean, it's just all you knew. You know what I mean? So, like, it really wasn't like... Um, I mean, we had a Nintendo, but then, like, PC gaming was like, this is where, like, this is next-level graphics, you know? Like, this is the pinnacle of technology. This is crazy. You know, and it just, I never really remembered like a learning curve of a mouse and keyboard. It was just like, well, you know, this this is how you move and you just aim and shoot, you know. Um, It's not like Tarkov today where you've got like 45 keybinds that you have to memorize, you know. It just, it was, it was rudimentary and it was, you know, straightforward. But um, I, I don't even know if it had jumping in that game. Um, but like it, I just remember the exhilaration of like fighting another real person was, it just, it was like, it was the most exciting thing ever because like you go from Mario or whatever to, you know, to that, it's just like, Oh man, like I'm actually fighting somebody. And then that just, you know, for, for us sports kids, especially like, that sense of competition for me, I needed it. One, it was an outlet, right? So I needed to have it because if I didn't like have a way to get like to express that or have a way to compete or like get that out of me, you know, that urge to, to be the best. Um, then it just kind of manifested in like acting out It manifested in like getting into fights and manifest, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so for me, it was like really, really, really good and healthy. Like I had to compete. 
Um, and, and I just knew like the second I loaded up and I, I'm seeing other people, you know, and you get that kill. It was just like, I still remember the first kill I ever got in, you know, it was on an online multiplayer. It was the first call of duty. And I was like, my name was the saint. And, and I was (laughs) like, you just got killed by the saint. That's me. You know? And I just thought that that was, I don't know why I thought that was the coolest thing at the time, but I thought that was the coolest thing to see pop up on the screen. Um, at this time (laughs) you're, you're what, 20 years old at this time. No, 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 no. I'm, uh, I was, I was, uh, let's see. When did, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think, I think so. first Call of Duty came out in le- like twenty years ago. Uh, great yes, having a PC yeah, here. Was. Oh no, the first uh, actually the first um, what was it? It wasn't. Uh, let's see, what was the first? The first ever Call of Duty actually came out in two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. Yes. Yeah. So I graduated in two thousand one. Um, so I, uh, yeah, so I was, yeah, I was about 20 years old. See, great, great having a PC. <laughs> yeah, right. Honestly. So, so I mean, in 2003, you, you got to experience the online gaming of PCs where I was still out. I was nine years old at the time. Let yeah, that yeah. sink in for you. <laughs> but, uh, so I didn't actually get into the call of duty scene until, Modern Warfare 2, which they're about to revamp and is bringing nostalgia for me because, you know, this is my childhood here that they're bringing mm-hmm. back. And though so it was like when I, that was the first time I actually got to experience what real online multiplayer was because Resistance only had like four or five people when you could fit 30 people. Yeah. So it wasn't like nothing serious. Mm hmm. And it was um, just the greatest thing ever. I did play Half-Life a few times. That was before Call of Duty. I did play Half-Life a little bit, um, but I didn't. We didn't have like a good enough computer to like run it. Um, you know what I mean? So. It was it was a slow computer for for what it needed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, See, for sure. The first games that I ever played on PC, these were in the '90s. I was a huge wrestling fan, so it was always the wrestling game that you could buy the disc and you got to download it to the computer. Oh, it yeah, was, absolutely. It was, those were my PC gaming days. My, I think the very first, um, so the first computer I ever gamed on was a Commodore 64. Um, that was a, <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. I'm thinking um, what, <laughs> a what? <laughs> A, a Commodore 64. Um, it's um, it, it. You're gonna laugh when you see it. I don't even remember what games I you could play on that. I just remember. Uh, I just remember my dad had one, and he oh had some my games. Jesus. Yep. Um, and then <clears throat> from there, um, I think the real like f- graphic, like first insane graphics that I ever saw was um. Was Wolfenstein? Remember Wolfenstein? I do. Um, it was, so Duke Nukem and then Wolfenstein. I think they both came out about the same time, um, but they, it wasn't like an online type thing or anything. So Wolfenstein, the first one was like, "This is insane. I'm gonna kill Hitler. My dream has come <laughs> true." 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is amazing. Um, you know, and I killed Hitler a lot, you know, like I, it was the same levels over and over again. And then I started speed running that, you know, just to, because you memorize where all the guys are at because they don't change. No, <laughs> like, they it's, won't. It's the, same, it's the same. Right. So you memorize where the guys are at. So you start speed running and just, you know, just flicking on, you know, flicking on these guys, on these NPC characters. Um, and then from there went, you know, went to like day sex, um, on a Mac, one of the very first Macs actually. Um, and then of like the new generation. Um, and then from there, like call of duty and yeah. And then once I, once I got, um, Oh, medal of honor was kind of around there. I think that was what it was. I think Medal of um, Honor came out around that time too, yeah. Yeah, so there was like Medal of Honor. Um and then I think I played um there were a couple like random Call of Duty games that came out, but Modern Warfare 2 was the first console uh Call of Duty that I played. Um so I I in that and i remember like the opening cut scene of that of like the campaign and everything i was just like this is a movie <laughs> like this is crazy the games just got better and better as time went yeah and so um but then it was just that desire to keep like pushing and then to you know it search and destroy was like every night was like man i i just i wish i had friends but i didn't have a lot of friends that played games um so literally it was just always me right um so i i wanted to i wanted to like so i just played by myself a lot um and then um it it was literally just recently have i had actual friends who wanted to game with and it just hap so happened to be uh when covid started so covid-19 when that whole thing happened and started in 2020, that's literally the first time I actually gamed with real friends. <laughs> Are you I serious? Have, I didn't have friends who gamed because gaming for, for everybody my age was like not a cool thing. Like you, you don't really tell people you game, you know what I mean? Like right. that's what, that's what losers do, you know? So like you didn't really tell people that and, and people just didn't do it that were my age. Um, or at least they didn't do it openly, openly. Right. And the level that I wanted to do it, you know, like I remember telling my guidance counselor, like, I want to do, I want to be a pro gamer. And she's like, you ain't, nobody makes money playing video games, you know, at like, that time. No, that no, nobody made right. money off of it then. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so like, but it was all I wanted to do. It was literally all I wanted to do. Um, and so uh, it's kind of funny that now here we are, you know, 2020, I started streaming. Um, uh, 2021, really, I started streaming. Um, but, you know, in 2020, it was like, that was just how we, that was how we, you know, my team and I, we would have team meetings for work. And my team became my friends. And then we just, became gaming buddies <laughs> so it was kind of a, a crazy like progression to like actually find people who loved gaming as much as i did okay first off you started streaming last year 
Um, maybe it was 2020. I don't even. Hey, know. either maybe way, I don't. All, either way, I'm looking all, at your stats here on your website. Together. I'm looking at your website here. By the way, uh, rashthesmash.com. By the way, uh, dude, you got 3.5k on Twitch. You got 3.8k on TikTok. 2.7k on Twitter. Instagram or Instagram, yeah, 1.8k, and on YouTube, you're about to crack 1k. Like, oh, you're... I did. I did. Uh, yes, I did two days ago. Yeah. Oh, congratulations! Your website's not up. Media Kits is not updated yet. Then on yeah. your website, <laughs> but yeah, if you started this even two years ago, those numbers are incredible. Like, I think what it was, uh, I think what it was, I start. Yeah, I think it was 2020 June. My friend was like, "You should just stream. Like, you're playing games." I'm like, "Yeah, well, you know, I'll try it." You know, and I didn't really like. I literally just like streamed to try to like. Catalog, like uh catalog my gameplay um and then it wasn't until like i think september i became affiliated um so i i was it was like one of those nights where we're playing really late um and um you know just my buddies and i um and we're playing warzone obviously um and uh this guy came in um and he, uh, hey, buddy, <laughs> just put it here. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, my kids are. <laughs> See ya. Um, and so my, uh, so I, this guy comes in, and I had like three people viewing, right, which were me and my two friends, <laughs> and uh, and so uh, this guy pops in. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's a real person talking to me right now on the internet, you know, <laughs> while I'm playing a video game." And so we start talking. He's like, dude, I love your setup. Like, you got a lot of cool tech stuff. I was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm in, you know, I do like pro audio video lighting for my job. And, you know, it's what we do. So, um, you know, I love tech. And, you know, he's like, that's cool, you know. And so we started talking a little bit. He's like, all right, man, well, I'm going to go to bed because it's late. But uh, I'm going to keep a tab open for you. He's like, glad I met you. And so then we messaged each other the next day. And turns out he was the he's the creative director for the Dallas Mavericks Pro 2K team. Really? Um, I was like, yo, how did you find me? He's like, oh, I literally went all the way to the bottom of the Warzone page. It was like, there's got to be somebody cool I can meet, you know, and that was it. <laughs> and then, um, you know, and the, he, he and I've been really good friends ever since, um, you know, so we uh that was the first time where i realized like oh my gosh this this is this is crazy like there's there are people out here that that you actually connect with and you actually build relationships with i right. had no clue i had no idea about how to stream or like i mean i knew how to stream i didn't know like how to actually like do it how to build a community you know those types of things yeah um, the the so, basics yeah, like technology, I'm like, yeah, I can set up some tech and I can fire off a stream, but how to actually do it was crazy. And so I really started gaining kind of my footing in September of 2020, now that I'm remembering it. And then... Yeah, your website says there, 2020. Yeah, and then from there, it was, you know, it was just kind of like, we went through some ups and downs, um, you know, it was like, man, um, I can do this a lot. And then like, a couple months later, like I have to really pay back because work is murdering me, um, you know, and so 
2021, the end of 2021, I left my production job and took a job with a uh, the third largest esports arena in the nation here in Kansas City, um, and uh, became the director of arena operations. And we were doing some crazy cool stuff. Uh, we had, you know, the COD Challenger series, the first ever, like, in conjunction with each other, COD Challenger series and Halo LAN happened here in KC. Um, and, and I produced that whole thing, um, you know, made like, you know, I kind of oversaw all the, all the tech and streaming and production of that, which was super cool. Um, you know, and then, uh, a few months later, um, uh, phase one gets announced. I think it was January, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple of buddies that entered into it as well. Yeah. I think it was January. Um, and so then, so January, 2022 phase one gets announced. And I looked at my friend KJ, who is like, she, she helps me. Per- she's like my producer. She's a community manager. Was she um, the one yeah. that was uh, with you in the standing challenge? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Super, super fiery. She'll drop an elbow on your face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had quite a few of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just, that's the way she is, dude. She's a feisty, she's feisty. I love it. Um, yeah, and so that. KJ and KJ and I, I looked at her and I'm like, I, I, Hey, it's actually my first video submission. I was like, Hey, I think I want to go out for phase one. And she literally was like, are you you're 40 years old like what (laughs) are you an idiot you know and so that whole video we did a whole parody of that um playing out where we were actually filmed it at the arena because that literally was like the conversation that happened um but of course we you know for the video we like really played it up a little bit but um you know we we decided to go after that and and that kind of jump started us into a whole other category of like visibility that we saw a lot of insane growth um really fast and it was kind of shocking actually um we call it the phase effect because they just like once you're announced by phase and things like that like people just kind of start to come around um that wouldn't have normally um no and it it was it was it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, and then a few months after phase started in April, it, once April came, uh, actually the arena, um, just the economy caught up and people weren't coming to game and the arena actually had to terminate my position. Um, so then I was jobless and then I went full-time content creation literally looking for jobs everywhere and it's just like people aren't hiring around here you know what i mean um no and so i'm like well this is all i've got so we literally just became full-time content creator Uh, you know i I pulled up your youtube channel here and i actually found that phase one submission video yeah 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 like you look so different then as you do now you actually (laughs) look like a man right now with everything and i'm like these aren't the same two people. This guy talking to me right now is not this person on this camera. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I felt like there was a lot of growing up 
actually. Um, we learned one of the things that I told KJ, I said, this is going to make us better creators. Like this is going to push us so far because we're literally going up against the best of the best who are going to be going out for this thing. Yep. And, you know, and I said, I literally have zero expectations except that it would be really cool if we made the top 100. Um, and then when they, uh, after we made that first video, um, both phase Mew and phase flea reviewed it and, uh, hearing their comments on it. I was just like, I, is this real life? Like you, you, you believe that you're good at something. You believe you can do something, but it's kind of like, it's, it's like you don't really, really know until somebody who's already doing it on a scale that you dream of doing it goes, bro, you're a content creator. This is insane. Like the production value, the whole thing, the story, like this is really, really good. And you're definitely getting into the top 100. It was at that moment that, oops, it was at that moment where I was just like, this is, a, this is wild. This is actually happening. Like I couldn't um, even believe you know when you said that you were 40 and then when i actually looked at your profile and saw that you were also in phase top 100 for phase one it was like this man is actually a legend that i'm actually sitting here with <laughs> i didn't realize how big a lambing armor or a alarming amber was until i'm literally sitting here streaming and one of my buddies is like is that alarming Amber that you're competing with? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh my God, I love her. And I was like, okay, give me a profile. Like I literally messaged him saying, send me a link. You check this out. And she's verified on TikTok with, you know, I, almost yeah. a million followers. I'm like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, um, you know, and that, that kind of, and that, that growing up was literally what, what happened like when i say that like, we grew up a lot um because all of a sudden we get announced at number 25 for phase one top 100 and i'm like um and then they go hey we need you to jump on a call you're going to be on the phase one road to phase one live show or you know show it's live right now and i'm like i'm actually on their show this is me. I'm, this is my face. I'm talking to Seabass and Faxity. Like these are phase dude. These are legends. And I'm actually being interviewed by these. This guys. was something you were not ready just, for. Yeah. And it was just like, follow, 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 follow. It was just like all 4,500 people in that stream are now like realizing, Hey, this is a dude that's out there and he's kind of cool. You know, I'm going to go follow him and check him out. And so then that, that really just was, that was insane. Um, it, it was a dream come true type moment. Um, and then just to compete with people at that level, um, it, like I said, it literally just pushed us to be uh, the best version of ourselves. Um, and so it's kind of like, it never really felt like it was a competition against these guys. We, but I developed such amazing uh, relationships with people from, um carnage clan you know i mean hey, every, shout all, out all over the place you know what i mean like i mean all people from all over the place um and uh and clans from i didn't even know where 
clans you know what i mean like yeah, the all I these different teams yeah and and i'm and we're meeting these people and we developed a big uh, very good relationships with a lot of these people that we still game with and hang out with and talk to and you know and that's and that's amazing um but it but it put me in a different frame of mind that was kind of like hey i have something to offer you know what i have to offer is not going to be necessarily better than what anybody else has to offer but i know how to be the best version of myself and now i know what i'm capable of and what i can market myself as and that was a that was a fast jump from going i love i'm i like being goofy i like competing i like having a lot of fun you know I like making people laugh i like challenging people but it was kind of like wait no now i know how a, i know now i have a vehicle that i can actually do this with right um, and so it, it it was literally just that and and from going from there to um kind of like being lost a little bit you know like not really knowing what to do next after phase one because um honestly when i lost my job i thought this is a sign from the universe like i'm going to la you know like this has to be right this has to be this is the this is the perfect story i lost my job four weeks before the top 20 were announced why would i not go to la you know what i mean and so then when it didn't happen it felt like um it just felt it, it hurt right it hurt a lot it felt like it's like a Something, gut punch. It really oh was because it was like, what is it all for? You know? Um, but what I, what I didn't realize is the thing that I wanted most wasn't the thing that I needed most. I needed to feel that because it, it sent me on this path of like, okay, over the next four weeks, I need to figure out who I am now, you know, because everything from January to, you know, to, may was nothing but phase one i mean i lived and breathed and was you know gaming with these guys it was just like everything was phase um and so then i had to figure out like okay who am i beyond that and and then it took a few weeks but then we started getting some calls like hey we're scouting you want to let you know you know, love your content. What you did for phase was insane. You know, had interviews with, um, you know, X set luminosity and, um, you know, some crazy orgs out there. Um, when, so I actually saw this today actually, because, uh, Alex, he used to work for game for respawn. He now works for luminosity. So that you yes. were vouching for Mr. Frosty a month ago, but what about you? I didn't see you for, comment on there for your own self, man. Honestly. For yeah. Um, we uh actually he called we I had an interview with him. Um, okay. And, okay, uh, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. Cause I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. This guy is vouching for somebody else, but I don't see him vouching for himself. Yeah, I, I did. I had I actually had uh, a few interviews with them and it was really awesome. Um and I I loved everything that they were about um but when it came down to it um there was a a smaller org not a small org but a smaller than luminosity org 
by the name of Horizon Union from the EU that reached out to me. And the offer that they offered me was like, I can't not accept this. This is, this is insane. Um, you know, and, and the more I had conversations with them, um, you know, the more I just fell in love with their culture and it was really an amazing fit. Like they are, um, the, the content I make and what they are, their goals as an org and everything just literally lined up. Um, and, and it was, and it was crazy. And so then coming out of that discovery of like horizon union and them signing me, then came Samsung partnership, which then came, you know, getting invited to the Nick a 30, $20,000 invitational to compete against the best Fortnite gamers in the world. I'm like, oh my gosh, everything is moving so fast. But like, I needed that whole. I it was the perfect. Really dark. I it was the perfect lineup. Moment. It was the yeah. perfect lineup for you because I mean, when you announced it to, I don't know if you're still in the group chat, and I don't have no idea if it's still even active. Um, but on Twitter we had the last one standing yeah. group chat. A lot of people have left. When you told all of us, it was like an oh my god type of moment. Like I'm at work. And I saw the message and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, it was crazy. And now, you know, now I might be getting, now Samsung might be sending me on trips. Like, it's just crazy, right? So um, it's it's really wild how how you, like, in your heart and in your mind, like, you can want something and and it's like going after those dreams. But not every time is the thing that you want the most, what you need the most. Um, and, and I've learned that lesson, um, you know, and so it's been a, it's been an amazing journey. And, and now over the last three weeks, I've been competing against Nick Merckx and Cypher PK and actually like beating these guys with my team. And it's crazy. I, uh, I had, I had Ninja's brother one shot last night <laughs> and uh -huh. so before we got, before we got, before we got third partied, you know, and it's like, this is, and now we're like competing on a level where I've never, like, I, we're, we're in the top 1% finishing with the best, most highest earning Fortnite gamers in the world. And, and you're, and we're, and we're fighting with these, like we're punching in that weight class right now and we're winning. Like, this is crazy. You're, um, you're doing so, it. You're doing it at a pace that works best for you because you need that competition. You said you needed that competition. So you're, you're getting that competition. You know, you, you've had the high hopes and dreams to just be knocked in, punched into the gut and said, not yet to now you're at the level that you need to be at just to keep growing. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and, and horizon is, you know, Horizon is literally there. I, I mean, we, they are, they're coaching me and going, okay, so like, this is this, you know, and they, we review numbers and, you know, I've got a talent manager and, um, you know, and so like now I'm, now I've got, now I've got help and I've got somebody who understands it and has some, you know, understanding of laws and, you know, things like well, that, you know, it's like people that are actually going to be able to help you a lot better. 
Yeah. Right. And, and so now it's kind of just, uh, it's just a matter of, you know, if you keep, if I keep putting work in, keep being me, keep growing that community and like making, making it about them and not about like, just, um, not about trying to get subs or anything like, you know what I mean? If you try to get viewers, if you're trying to get subs, if you're trying to get, you know, whatever, um, that's, it's almost like that is, that is the thing that will hold you back the most. It's the moments that I go, I don't care about what my viewer count looks like. I don't care about what my monthly subs look like. And that's hard when this is your full-time job, right? Right. There's a lot there. Right. But when you don't care about those things and you go make the content that, that matters most to you, you attract the people that will want to be a part of that content. And then they become your family and they're there for you. You know what I mean? And so like, I've got people that hate Fortnite. They've never, I hated Fortnite. The fact I that still I'm now do. competing, the fact that I'm now competing in pro tournaments for Fortnite just cracks me up because two years ago, I told my kids, I'm never buying you another V buck. I hate that game. You are not getting any V-Bucks. Don't ask. I'm going to destroy your PlayStation if you ask me for V-Bucks. No V-Bucks. I hate Fortnite. Famous last words. (laughs) And here I am freaking fighting Tifu in Cypher PK in Fortnite. Famous last words. I'm never buying you another V-Buck, but I will buy myself (laughs) V-Bucks. By the way, uh, use code Rash to smash in the Fortnite story. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes. Good plug. Oh, my God. So here's another thing that I thought was great is we have the exact same partner. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Gamergoo. Yes, we do. By the way, uh, code 65 at checkout at Gamergoo.com. There you go. <laughs> hey, it's your street. You can do throw, that. Throw your plug in, man. Honestly, this is this is what's great about it. Uh, my uh, my gamer goo is uh, Smash Code Smash. There we go. Yeah. See, sixty five is easy. It is easy, right? <laughs> That's why I chose it. It's for all of my. I was looking at that and I was like, man, it's clever. Uh, it's so, just easy, sixty five. So, it, what made it to be sixty five is it was my high school football. So uh, I wondered, I wondered being a lineman, you know? Yep. It was my, I was, uh, I grew up playing tackle. Then in high school, they wanted to move me to center and I was snapping. I was actually uh shotgun snapping at the time as well. So I had to learn how to do that. And then my senior year, they were like, uh, so we're going to move you to guard. I was like, I've never played guard in my life. But I just happen to have the perfect fit for it. Yeah. So awesome. it, it worked out good for me. I got this. I got, I wore 77 for three years in the city leagues and then 65 for the three years of playing high school ball. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so that's where 65 comes from. I, I it's been fucking 10 years since I played football. 11 years. Holy. <laughs> and yet, and yet that number still sticks with me. So. Yeah, I mean it's it, now. it always will. That's what that's that was the reason for the skull in my logo. Um, uh, is uh, I'm, is I'm actually on your point. website, and I'm actually I want to pull up your website here. Uh, it might change. It's gonna go there. That that's you. So let's go over here. Oh, wrong one. I'm on your website here. You can't see it, but here's your website here, and they can see the skull on your hoodie. 
Yeah, yeah. So the skull, um, the skull was my uh, that was my team's logo from high school. Uh, it wasn't the official school logo because uh, we were the St. Joseph Spartans, but the cross country guys we were a little bit. Uh, we had, our coach's father's nickname was Doctor Death because he was a doctor. And he started the very first like distance running animals, whereas like a little more extreme of a group of like idiots, it would just be like, we're going to go run until we literally pass out and die, you know? And so, um, you know, so like the skull kind of became the thing, this, it, it became the symbol of uh, pain is our friend. Like we're going to, we, we, we literally would just, we will embrace pain because pain's going to make us stronger. We're going to become best friends with pain you know, whatever that means for you, you know? And so the skull just kind of carried through uh, with me into literally any logo I ever had. I always had, I always did a skull. So while you're and, sitting here with a skull on, on a hoodie, that's looking pretty dope. I'm sitting here with old daddy sitting on a hoodie. <laughs> Let, let's think about this for a second. Where, where am I going wrong here? <laughs> oh, I don't I gotta, know. I mean, that's kind of cool, dude. It's hot. I like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Honestly, after this, I'll show you the new merch. I'll let you look at the new merch store because it's love that I'm dropping new stuff all this month. You'll get a, you'll get a sneak peek of new stuff. Nice, but dude. Uh, but but I mean, it's a matter of you know you, you put something into a brand. You you've officially become a brand yourself. Your name, the Rash the Smash, is now a brand. Like yes, like how is your family taking all of this? like? You get you got a fifteen year old, a near fourteen year old, and an eight year old who all play video games. I'm pretty sure, and yet they're seeing their dad do something that they're probably watching the people that you're going against and beating. They would say yeah. they're is their idols, and you're now with them. How is your kids taking? They um I so. My two youngest think it's awesome. My two olders think it's awesome, but they won't admit it. <laughs> uh, they're, you know what I mean? But, uh, but I, I know that they do like their friends. I'll get their meathead high school friends. that will pop in and, you know, troll me in chat and, you know, Typical. all of that stuff. It, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I, I think they're loving it. My wife, this was a hard, like, it just was so foreign to her. And still is, but, uh, you know, there was a lot there that we had to work through with a, a family balance and, and actually, um, is, is one of those things where like, I had to cut back on being in my, in, in everybody's streams and stuff. Cause I, I needed to spend time with her. And so I've just found that like, if Mrs. RTS is being taken care of and, you know, and the, and the kids are being taken care of, then, um, you know, she's like, Hey, let's go like, do your thing. I love it. She's very supportive. Uh, she's, she's in every stream. Um, she, uh, she's kind of, uh, so if I have to do any proofreading, uh, she always like, she's always kind of involved in the ideas of things and the back end of things like that. Um, so is KJ's husband. So KJ and I work very much like in front of, everything um but then like um kj's husband's a musician really good musician and he writes music um you know he 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 writes um jingles and he'll do backing 
he'll do scores and backing tracks for videos and things like that. Um, you know, and, and, uh, and Mrs. RTS, she's always just kind of like, yeah, this is a good idea or, uh, maybe a business decision here might be better, you know? So she's, she's involved on at that level, um, a lot. So very supportive. Um, but it, it took a while to get to there because, um, there was a kind of an imbalance it, at first it was like games, let's go. You know what I mean? And, right. and it was like, but what about your family? <laughs> you know? And so my mom still thinks I'm having a, a midlife crisis. You know, she thinks that I'm literally like neglecting my family, but, um, they're very much a part of, of what's going on. Right. And I'm finding my balance again, once now that I have a five month, now my wife is currently upstairs. I could hear my five month old screaming his head off. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I'm sitting down here doing a podcast. So, I mean, shout out to yeah. all of the wives and the girlfriends that yeah. honestly are, they're the backbone to us. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, it, very much. if it wasn't for our wives, we probably wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So absolutely. Last thing. So KJ is your sister. And we all thought she was your wife at first for like the first 30 or so hours. I think somebody called her my mom too. <laughs> oh yeah. That was just a joke. That was a Tyler Morrow thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was it. definitely Tyler, Tyler Morrow. Not me. Not the other Tyler. Yeah. I'm, I'm still known as minion to everybody else. I mean, right. <laughs> Got those guys sitting back there. So with everything, what do you think your future is actually going to hold for you in the long run? Um, so <laughs> when I was, uh, when I interviewed um, with Horizon Union and with FaZe, both, um, both asked me questions about where I saw myself going. And my super nonchalant, answer was i want to be the greatest entertainer in the midwest and they went oh <laughs> really <laughs> that's awesome um you know and so then it was just kind of like like that would that is that's literally my goal i want to be when people come when people come to the midwest when they come to kansas city because we're like we love our city we love kansas city you know when people come here we want them to go Oh, this is where Rash Smash lives. Like, oh, this is Rash Smash's hometown. Like, this is this is Rash Smash's territory. You know what I mean? And um, and it literally is just that. And so, um, so for me, I want to. It's kind of not about. And again, it's not about beating other people. Like Legion lives here. I talk. I see Legion a lot, actually. Um, you know, Legion is is a uh, pro. Uh, Warzone player for yeah Lord he's kicked years. he's kicked my yeah. ass once once before I learned a lesson oh he he destroyed me in the Nick A thirty tournament I we uh he again we had uh, we had his teammate one shot and uh he was wearing a green outfit and I didn't see him in the grass <laughs> <laughs> and I went I very promptly told my duo I said we need that <laughs> we need that green <laughs> outfit bro. Um, but, uh, you know, so like, this is like, he's from here, you know? And so it's not like I have to beat Legion. Um, you know, there's a lot of massive Twitch streamers 
Um, but from that, that are here in Kansas city, for me, it's like, I, I want, I need to keep elevating. I want to keep pushing myself. I want to literally be, uh, I want to be the best though. Like, it's just, that's just what I want. I won't be satisfied until I am, you know? And so then it's like, well, what next? Well, I'm going to go be the best at something else. You know what I mean? I'm going to keep being the best until I just, you know, I'm never, I can never quench that desire to like be the best version of myself at whatever I'm doing. And so gaming, I will always be that. I will always be a content creator, I think, Um, you know, but, but now I'm like I would sucked say that- into the freaking competitive scene in Fortnite. Now I'm obsessed, and I'm like every now I've got like a training regimen. Um, I've got, I've actually you know like we're reviewing film, like we know exactly what we need to work on, you know. So it's just like constantly improving, um, constantly being the best, constantly trying to um, trying to improve, and eventually. Uh, I will be the greatest entertainer in the Midwest. You know what? You and me are both from the Midwest, so let's make a promise. If I ever come to KC, you got to take me out to dinner. You ever come to Detroit or Ann Arbor, I got you. Let's make that happen. Make it happen. We'll get you some good old-fashioned KC barbecue here. Dude, I love barbecue so much. (laughs) We got some great barbecue places. I'll have to to take you down to Oconee Island then. (laughs) It's not as good, but it's oh. still it's famous stuff here. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. So, uh, so before we actually end it off, if you got any advice for any up and coming content creators, people that you know are just starting out, what would they? What would that be? Uh, it is a you have to understand first and foremost that this is a marathon. Uh, it is not going to go quickly, um, but even with as oversaturated as the streaming world may seem, uh, there is still an audience for anybody. So if you want to do this, if this is like a dream of yours and you're like, Hey, I want to do this, or I want to be a pro gamer. I want to, you know, be an entertainer, you know, or want to be a variety stream, whatever it is that like your niche is, you have to find that. Right. Like, so step one, find your niche. Step two, make a game plan, because if you're going to do this, um, whether it's a hobby or you want to pursue a a career, uh, you got to have a game plan to, you know, to to figure out your time management, what you can allocate, um, start connecting with people. Building your community is the only thing that's going to help you survive or help you grow uh, is growing your community. And that might seem like a daunting task at first. I remember trying to like, how do I get to 20 people in discord? Like I've got the same five people, you know, I just want 20 people, you know, and then that 20 turned into, okay, now uh, let's try to get 50 people. And then that turned into a hundred people. And then that turned into 200 and then that turned into 300. And now we're pushing to 400, you know? And so like, as you keep growing, your community and connecting with people and bringing people into who you are. Um, I think that's what the world really wants. Now there's a generation of young kids growing up that like my kid, my kid, my 15 year old can smell BS a mile away. He, he, he doesn't care about accolades or anything. He wants to know who you are and he, and, and he, he's going to be drawn to, if you are interesting, 
he's going to be drawn to that. And so people want to know what your life is like. And so don't shy away from those things. It, it can't all be just about gaming. Sometimes you got to bring people into like, Hey man, I, I went to my favorite coffee shop and, and, you know, I met the craziest person and they impacted me, you know, in this way, like people want to hear those stories. Um, because I think that at the end of the day, um, if it's just about gaming, there's always another gamer out there. There's always somebody better. There's always somebody who's going to be cooler or fresher, or have a better setup or whatever, right? So it can't just be about gaming at the end of the day. It has to be about impact. So if you want to do anything, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, insert the name of the thing, that the, the dream that you have, then answer the question, how can I impact people's lives as I'm pursuing that dream? And that's, that's what I think about that. And I dream about that every time, whenever I go live, always want to have something prepared. Like if I get raided by somebody, what can I leave that community with so that they're better when they leave? You know what I mean? And, and so if, if people constantly like think in those ways and in those, and you know, at that level, um, you're going to find that you'll start seeing successes that you never would have dreamed of. Honestly, I don't think anybody has said something more impactful because I'm sitting here and I'm listening and I'm listening and I'm like, this guy's about to change who I am sitting here. So <laughs> honestly, no, that was, you're the biggest person that I've actually ever had on the podcast. Really? Other than, and, awesome. and I've, I've had UDG on before, but I mean, at UDG's level to your level, UDG and me are we're really good friends. Mm -hmm. But you are more of, you know, you're somebody that's new to me as a person as well. Where I've got, I've known UDG since he started content creating again for the second time. Yeah. So it's like I like hearing everybody give their own intake, their own perspectives on things on how to grow, and everybody's got yeah. something different. So I feel like what you just said is more impactful than anybody has ever said. No offense, UDG. I still love you. Don't, don't kick my <laughs> ass. Don't block me yet. Um, <laughs> long running joke there. So, but you honestly, you have the mentality to keep going at 40 years old. Honestly, seeing what you have done in the month that I have known you, it changes perspective. Because everybody wants us to try and say, you got to be original. Try and be an original person. The problem is, is that everything has been done at some point. Yeah. When you really go back and look, somebody else has already done it. So we try and mirror ourselves into other people. So in a way, I take pieces of everybody's advice. and I try to apply it for my own self, but I want everybody to apply it to themselves as well. Because yeah, you just never sure. know. What might click for you, it won't click for other people. But what what clicks for one person, it might actually click onto another person in that way. Because in this industry, it is hard to grow. We all know that. Mm -hmm. That's why I do these podcasts, is to try and showcase the creator of who they are as a person, not just as the creator. And you as a person, you're a family man. You're an amazing content creator. You're definitely an entertainer. And for that, dude, keep going, honestly, for you. Thank you. I appreciate that, yeah.
Absolutely. And I can't wait to see what your future holds because, in my opinion, you're just getting started. So. Yeah, it definitely it definitely feels like that. I'm I am very excited, and um, and one of, and one of the things that I I just really want to be a part of is also is these types of things is is helping see other people. I told uh, I told my wife and KJ both. I said, man, I never want to get to the point to where I don't reach out if someone asks me a question. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't care how I don't care how big or small I am. Like I never, ever, ever, ever want the, want the last thing that someone says, man, Hey, how did you, can I have some advice? And you, and I'm, how dare, how dare we ever think that we're above giving advice? You know what I mean? To somebody who reaches out. And so that's just always been my thing is I will never, ever, ever get to that level to where I cannot you know what I mean? Like I, I could have a million viewers, you know, I can be Mr. Beast level. I'm still going to be reaching out and doing the same things. And, you know, it's just, it's just who I am. And so, um, I think if, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an honor, honestly, to, to be able to meet so many people and connect with so many people. So well, it's definitely great to have you here, man. Honestly, there's one thing I got to say. Chase, what scares you? Absolutely. All right, guys, this is the podcast for gamers, two gamers, and about gamers, the Wolf's Den podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.